This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast. Groundhog Day edition. Eric? Indeed. How, how has your day been? Multiple times? Oh, it's, it's, you know, it's just been going on and on and on. And, you know, I wake up and here we are again. But that's exactly. kind of like the topic that we're going to discuss today. That's right. Uh, the never ending topic of what we call fitness trackers or just in general <laughs> lifestyle changes to be fit, which has been the never ending Groundhog Day for at least you and I, I think for, for quite some time now. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. For years now, you and I were men of a certain age that are starting to uh, tub out a little bit in the middle and are regularly thinking of how can we fix this? What can we do about this? And so we we talk about it and we try some things and that doesn't work. And then we talk about it some more and try some things and that doesn't work. Very Groundhog Day style. Yeah. Um, I'd have to do actual math or research Mm. to find out actual time frames. But... It goes back to when I think we all got our first Fitbits. I oh, think, sure. Is, yeah. You know, we got we got the little little fitness. We got the fitness tracker, the Fitbit, and check our steps and whatnot. And there are, you know, the competitions that go with that. You know, who can who can get the most steps in? Because I know Crystal and I used to do Fitbit challenges. Did, were you part of the Fitbit challenge piece? Well, did that not I, really start until we started with Fitbit Apple Watches? Fitbit was like a group challenge, was it not? It was like a leaderboard. Yeah, if memory yeah. serves me correct. So I think it's been a minute since we've Fitbit. Yeah, it, yes, yes, it's but been yeah. a minute. <laughs> yes, that's the term. Uh, yeah, but I believe it was like a leaderboard, and I don't know if you had to participate. Like as long as and you were so friends, much as it's just here are all of your friends and here's the and here's kind and of here's thing. the marathon runners that are always up top. If you had any of those, those <laughs> were very annoying. And then yep. you have those that stand on their feet all day, you know. And then you had the ones that were like, yeah, I might wear it here and there, you know, which yeah. I was always kind of middle and never, never quite did the marathon, but Fitbit was fine. Well, the key, the key is to just unfriend those people and you can just shoot to the top of the charts. That was that's the gaming it. of that system. That That is the gaming <laughs> of that system. And that's what people do with me on emoji blitz as well. So yeah. <laughs> side note. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you know, actually the funny thing is Fitbit was my second uh, actual wearable tracker. Oh, yeah, so... What, um, what did you have prior to that? All right, this is going to be a deep cut, deep cut, all right? Do you remember, and I don't know if I ever even talked to you about, do you remember Bluetooth speakers and there was a brand called, I think, Jawbone? Have you ever heard re- of those? I remember there being Jawbone trackers. And in the, yes. in the early days when people started doing the fitness trackers, I remember Jawbone being one of the big players. I wonder what ever happened to old Jawbone, because, yeah, oh, I... You don't hear about them at all anymore. No, no. They were like cutting edge technology that they used, you know, the vibrations, uh, you know, instead of to basically get the ear. You know, it was a Bluetooth that like sat on your jaw. So it was really noise canceling. Uh, but uh, since I worked at AT&T at the time, uh, Jawbone had a great reputation. It was really high end Bluetooth that you could sell uh, if anybody said, hey, this is the best of. And then they basically came out with the first wearable and then they sent demo ones to the store and there was some type of contest in which I won, and it was oh. the first wearable, and it um, essentially charged via like an auxiliary. So it was it was a unique 
It was a unique one. So when you charged it, you actually charged it from your phone and it just sat in the auxiliary plug. But it was, uh, it had, you know, it did the walking and so forth. And then, and then, you know, so I was already, you know, I was the only one I think that had that maybe two other people in the, you know, the area since they were kind of like really high end expensive. I got mine for free, but when Fitbit came out, then like, you know, I think everybody and their brother ended up getting a Fitbit at some point in time, which yeah, I was all for. Yeah. And I don't even, I don't know where I got my first one. I don't think I got it through work or anything like that, but we all ended up having it. And that was the, that was the fun because if everybody had the same thing, then you could all track together, you know? Right. Yeah. You had sort of a standard to work from that worked out pretty well. Yeah. At the, at the end of the day, I think it was just moving. Right. I mean, I, could you track exercises? You probably could. I don't, you know? I don't, uh, I mean, again, it's been so long. I can't remember what all was yeah. in the app. Like, I think it had some features where you could like track your water, track your exercises, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But no, it's, it's main feature was step count. Yeah, like it, it was, it was a, a very, it was a very high tech, very, very high speed pedometer. That's what for I the yeah. most part. Yep. And that worked out well. You know, I, I enjoyed that. We did some good stuff there. Well, it got you talking, got you seeing who was active in your life. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. I mean, you could essentially, you know, and it was, it was relatively cheap because I think there were multiple versions. There was like the, the, the one version. And then there was another version that helped you track your sleep. And then, and then, uh, you know, another version that yeah. did some other type of aspect and, and at some point in time, you could start tracking your meals, or at least it would sync up with other programs that tracked your meals. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which yeah. I was on board. Geez, I mean, this is like 2013 or earlier, maybe. Um, I was on board with My Fitness Pal, which yeah. you're familiar with, correct? Yes. Todd, I nominate you to tell me about Fitness Pal. So, yeah, My Fitness Pal, it's, it's, it's an app for your phone. I've got it on iPhone. I assume it's also available for the Androids and whatnots of the world. Basically, you can you can link it to your your Fitbit or Apple Watch, and it'll pull in your exercise stats. It lets you do log your meals so you can get all your calorie counts and nutrition information, and it'll hash that together to let you know how many calories you you have left for the day, how much water you've drank, how much exercise you've done. Like it just sort of aggregates all that information. And at least for me, it gives you a better, easier place to log your food. It's it's got a pretty pretty deep database of things, and you can like scan the barcodes on things. It just makes it makes it real easy. I'm yeah. sure there are plenty of other features to that app, but primarily what I use it for is for for meal logging. I don't know if you've got any deep tips on that. Well, one or, or... no, I think it also goes back to the you know what what I ended up realizing is that there was a decent amount of friends that you there's a commute they try to create like a community aspect where like it'll say hey your friend log in for 100 days straight or vice versa and all you have to right. do is log in and track some type of meal so I noticed that there was some type of community aspect with that as well and typically the people that had Fitbits seemed to also had my fitness power some type of combination of the two right and you would see you know I used it for a long period of time it was one of my things where I just needed to keep my streaks going so even if I would log uh two pots or yeah well in this case two pots of coffee a day (laughs) um (laughs) you know I would go in there and log at least in the morning because it was part of my routine and then I would be you know I have a streak of like 700 days straight um you know and uh so I was using that and Fitbit and the combination of the two, you end up seeing, all right, these are the friends that are here and these are the friends that are over here. And I don't know if I, if, if 
I asked you to do fit my fitness pal or Fitbit or this or that. But at some point in time, a couple of years ago, we, you know, our family was all in a similar mindset of let's get fit. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we moved to um, the lose it app in which I will now pass it to you to give your definition of the lose it app. It's uh, very much like uh, my fitness pal, but slightly different and from a different company. Like really, like um, mm-hmm. you know, ha- having used both, like either is fine. I'm not necessarily going to do any ringing endorsements for one over the other. Like the differences between the two are in the very fine details. And if you're trying to decide between the two, it kind of depends on which details are important to you, and you just need yeah. to look into it. Like for example, the premium version of Lose It when you put your food in will give you the specifics like here's the fiber content of of that food whereas the free version does not which mm. was important for me after I got diverticulosis and need to be on a high fiber diet to get kind of get my grips on what was what fiber counts were for things after having done that for you know 6 months or so I now have a pretty decent feel for what I need to do there so when I stopped go- paying the extra money for the premium version I realized that that feature went away, but I personally don't care that much because I've, like I said, I've kind of got it figured out. Yeah. I've since flipped back over to my fitness pal because that's what you're using. And as we're starting a new competition, just to keep things on an even keel and come to find out that it inherently gives you fiber counts without needing to pay extra. Oh, there you go. So, so like, that. like, yeah. like there, there are some very niche instances where it might make a difference between one or the other, but that you're going to have to look into that for yourselves, depending on what it is that's important to you. Well, we determined was that uh, through research, because we were looking for some type of competitive games. And I think it was four, six of us. I mean, it was just the, the, you know, the, the people you hear on the Todcast to to an extent. We're all, we're all kind of (laughs) like, all right, what do we want to do? We, you know, we, we want to get fit. We want to eat healthy. We want to create healthy lifestyles. And there wasn't, there was a competition mode and lose it. So we all bought the premium version for a year. I believe there was a system in which it gave points for hitting a certain exercise or move goal per day, eating your vegetables and or fruit intake. Um, I don't know if there was a stand or a sleep metric, but it was essentially, do you recall any of the other metrics that were in there that was used to game? I mean, the biggies that I remember are the ones like there was an exercise piece to it, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the, the general movements or steps goal type thing. Uh, the big one was the fruits and veggies, because that is something that I definitely needed because I'm not one to eat a whole lot of fruits or veggies of my own volition without some sort of prodding. There may have been some drinking water at the, like there, there were yeah, several different yeah. tri- like it wasn't just, OK, let's see who gets the most steps was the key thing. It hit on a couple of different points to kind of balance it out and sort of force you to do more than you would normally. And it, but it you didn't get to cater it. It was essentially this was the system and it had a weird scoring system oh, in yeah. which in which it was. I mean, for me, it was kind of almost unhealthy in some aspects because it was like, all right, I have to eat 10 carrots right now. And I wasn't hungry or we already ate, you know, and I understand the concept, but like to get your full points, it was kind of forcing you to do some things and, or you could game the system to a certain extent. And 
you know, at the end of the day, it just was like, all right, well, this is fun and it's better than nothing. And it's definitely better than, uh, you know, there is no competition on my fitness pal. And, and to be quite honest, the Fitbit was just a matter of walking, but this was the next step, which was nice, but it wasn't the full picture. Plus you had to pay X amount per year. And, right. I, and so I let mine lapse and said back to the drawing board. The majority of us all ended up with Apple Watches throughout the years. And I think yeah. you might have, you and maybe Abby had yours first, and I trickled along or, or some some aspect there. Yeah. And up until I think recently, maybe a year or so ago, that's when uh, you and I started to compete in Apple Watches. So we will now pass to Professor Todd, who will explain <laughs> the, the fitness uh, aspect of the Apple Watch. And I'll, I'll keep this brief because I know we've talked about this before. Um, sure. Find an episode. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, well, that's that's the trick, isn't it? Finding out where that is. So we'll we'll recap. So with the Apple Watch, it's not so much about step counts. It's it's more about active calories. So there are three rings you need to close. The red ring is your move goal, which is just how many calories you've burned throughout the day. There's a yellow ring, which is your exercise goal, which is uh, by default set to 30 minutes of exercise is your target there. So actually logging exercises or the Apple Watch is actually smart enough in a lot of cases to say, hey, it seems like you're out for a, a, a run and it will just automatically track that stuff for you, which is kind of neat. But the second goal is, is your exercise goal of 30 minutes. And then the final third and final ring is the stand goal, which is you should stand up for at least five minutes once an hour for 12 hours a day, which for Eric and I, the stand goal is is just a no-brainer. Yeah. Like we are both very up on our feet, active people. I mean, it's... From unhealthy it's, habits, Todd. Well, and that's what I was just about to say. I mean, by, by virtue of being a smoker, I can guarantee to you that at least once an hour, I will go up and have a cigarette and stand around for at least five minutes. So, yeah, the, the, the stand goal is kind of an autocomplete for me. Yeah. And for you, you know, your office is down in the basement. You've got youngins. You know, you need to go up and get yourself a coffee. That's like, it. The aforementioned two pots of coffee does not get, <laughs> you know, that you don't drink that all within an hour. That is a nice span throughout the days. But, yes. No. And there's, there's the fetching of the coffee to – up and down the stairs and then there is the release of the coffee which you gives you an, another trip to so make. so if you do it correctly you and on every half an hour you get your hour point you know so yeah but i also do want to do a quick color correction uh, on todd uh, this is how you'd know todd's colorblind because it is a green it is not yellow <laughs> the exercise is absolutely a lime green are you serious <laughs> yes Oh yeah, I just, I, yeah. As you're saying okay. that, I'm I'm thinking to myself, all right. Some people are screaming at the screen. I said <laughs> I will I will use this perfect time to say color correction because the graphic designer in me uh, finds that really funny as well. Um, so yeah, I'm looking at it on my watch, man. And I would swear up and down to you that that is yellow. Yeah, but you I, again, I have issues with with uh, reds and greens. So there you go. So uh, can we can we agree that the that the X, that the X, that the uh, the move ring is red? And that the stand ring is sort of a light blue cyanish sort of a situation. Cyan is the absolute color. Light red, okay. yes, it's a it's a reddish pink, and we'll get we'll give it light red. Um, that would be the definition. So that that's fine by me. So after we get those color corrections, but <laughs> you know, the the Apple Watch has done really well. It has actually motivated more. So, and I've had many of competitions, and as more people get Apple Watches, the fitness becomes, you know, where you grow your friend list, where it seemed like right. the Fitbit was a little bit easier to acquire, 
So your friend list would be a little larger. Lose it was right. 100% who you solicited to get. My fitness pal was, you know, here, there. Um, and Apple Watch has slowly become, you know, to the point where there are more and more people that you could essentially compete with or have a good time with on there. Um, you and I challenged, geez, for at least half a year, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Back and forth. And the competition there, and we've talked about this in detail, so we're not going to go in full detail, but the competition essentially uh, had some major flaws. And one of those flaws was that you could easily tie. If you just went balls to the wall, there was no winner. It was a matter of you both ended with 600, and there, yes, you had great weeks where you both exercised and hit all your goals, but there was no no tiebreaker. There was no way you could overachieve. It was you hit X amount of points per day. When you max out, once you're done, then, you know, when you, the accumulation of seven days, you tied and start over, and it was just it was nice, yeah. but uh, like, there was no I, glory. <laughs> well, I think I think that the the Apple Watch competitions themselves is an inherently good thing for folks who just want to have a friendly competition uh, um, yeah. and who aren't super driven by just a mad com- competitive streak and or uh, meta nerds. What meta nerds. And that's yeah. the thing. Like for us, it just that's that's where it all broke down because it we got into a it. situation to where on the competitive front. Both of us were like, well, it maxes out at 600 a day, so I need to get to 600. And so if we both do that seven days in a row, congratulations, you have a tie. Well, by that same token, if you get 600 and I get 600, and the next day you get 600 and I get 600. If on the third day you get 600 and I have an off day and only get like 540, I need you to screw up one day in the next few days or I just cannot win. Like it, yeah. it gets into a point of no return situation, which is interesting. Like I said, if that happens on like a Wednesday or a Thursday and you can, you know, hope for the best and, and still just compete your ass off and do all the things. But if that happens like on a Tuesday and Eric is on his game this week, it's like, well, this is this is useless. And I have that mindset where it's like, well, it's futile. I might as well just sit on the couch all day and, and eat yeah. chips, which is not doing anybody any good. Yeah. Um, and, and, and and if it allowed you, you know, and this is where the problem was, if it allowed you to actually make up, meaning there was no cap, meaning how hard you worked, you know, you know, then it would change strategy a bit. You know, yeah. in this case, it was a matter of to see who failed first. Right. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to as opposed to the other way would have would have been all right. It is Sunday night. Who's going to stay on the treadmill or, or wake up at, you know, at 11 at, you know, p.m. and walk for a yeah. while or whatever. You know, well, that's the thing. if if no one if no one stumbled. There were plenty of instances where it's like, oh, shoot, it's 11.45. I, I still need three more points. I guess I'm going to run up and down my stairs for the next two minutes to make sure that I can, you know, get that 600 or, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. so Which is healthy sort of... for a heart <laughs> aspect. Like, yeah, it's oh, yeah, physically healthy to do that and keep yourself active. Mentally, it was not healthy. Well, <laughs> you know, again, because... I think... I think if you've got normal folks who aren't hell bent to sit, get 600 every day, yeah. if it's just a normal competition, you can still run into situations where like, oh, Eric is at, you know, Eric's at 472, I'm at 460, it's it's quarter to midnight, I'm gonna run up and down some stairs and sneak one in on the guy. Like that's fine, you know what I mean? But just the way we were doing it, it it's no. not really designed for that kind of high end, super competitive nonsense. 
that's sort of failing one for us. And the other piece is kind of like what you were saying for us, us meta data nerds. It's not necessarily gameable per se, but once you figure out the underlying math, you can sort of figure out, okay, this is what this looks like to the degree yeah, tell that what you did, Todd. <laughs> I put together a Google sheet that would basically do the math so that at any point in the day I could say, okay, here's, here's, here's what my move number is. Here's how many exercise minutes I have right now. Here's how many stand, here's how many stand hours I've got. Here is the current time. And it would say, okay, you know, assuming you go to bed at such and such a time, it would figure out, okay, you have this many more stand hours coming to you. Okay. If you exercise for 20 minutes and you need 30, obviously you need 10 less. Like it would reverse engineer to figure out, okay, this is what you need. I further went in and fed into this spreadsheet a bunch of data from my outdoor walks, like several days worth of time. Like, okay, I went for an outdoor walk for, you know, 21 minutes and it burned this many calories and got an average of that. So basically if, if I put in, here's where I am right now, it would do the math and say, listen, if you go do an outdoor walk for X minutes, that will, that will give you your exercise minutes. It'll give you this approximately this many calories, which translates to these points. And if you go do an outdoor walk for this many minutes, you will hit 600. Like, yeah, you had and, so, and so, and of course I had this, this, you know, Google sheets page, you know, hot linked on the, the main page of my iPhone. So if I clicked on it, it would just pop right up. Uh, and so, yeah, you know, I'd go through my normal day, plug in my numbers and go, well, Abby, I'm gonna go for a walk for, you know, 42 minutes and be guaranteed to have the 600, which yeah. I mean, it achieved the goal. It did get me out and walking. Sure. But that's not really like what it was intended to like. Well, I mean, in my case, what I realized was, all right, you pre pretty much for me to max out, I'd have to work out for 90 minutes a day. And for someone who is struggling to get 90 minutes in their day, I, I mean, I had it set up that I, a couple days I would wake up at 5 a.m., you know, and, and do that. And that was fine. Um, but that was just not something that I could maintain considering that there's nights where the youngest child would not let me go to bed until one or vice versa right um so i would end up basically throughout the day be like all right can i get 20 minutes here 30 minutes here 10 minutes here you know and there were moments at time it was a matter of like well i can't go too hard because i can't sweat because i have a meeting later and i already took a shower today so it was just <laughs> like i'm walking on a treadmill for 10 minutes with with the intent not to sweat just so i could hit my exercise goals and i'm like all right this is not the way so essentially i think i don't know what after one of the contests and, and not to mention that these contests there were no like off days this was a matter of you didn't get to choose when they would cycle it was a weird you know if you started on sunday or, or you start on monday for instance it would go to sunday then you had to take a day off yeah and then it would start so every week it was staggered by one so it wasn't a monday to sunday deal it then became a tuesday to monday and and it was odd and yeah. there were some flaws in the system that it was out becoming counterintuitive to your just counterbalancing your like what you should be doing. So right. we took a step off and that's where there's definitely positives for all the trackers and all the things that we've used and being the metadata nerds, you know, that we are in a sense, it was a matter of creating our own system that worked well for us, that kind of motivated us to where we want to be, you know, um, and given the fact that I'm decent with Excel, you're decenter, 
with Excel. You might actually be <laughs> even better, you know, in terms of mastery level. Um, to the point where we're like, all right, we could just create this and then update it ourselves. We don't need, you know, an app. Um, we will use the apps as, you know, the automatic tracker type things. Well, we yeah. can create our own system in which hopefully we'll get ourselves into shape and or create healthy lifestyles, which is the key. So over the last month, I think we've created somewhat of a system and we're about ready to launch it. And as of the listening here, uh, depending on what Groundhog Day you're listening to this. Um, exactly. We are launching this bad boy. Um, yep. And there's a funny story to go along with it. So Todd, before we go into actual details of the, the system, I would like to uh, grab a, a tweet um, that uh, I believe Abby, the executive producer sent to us. Okay. So yes. there is a direct message Twitter thread with Todd, Abby, and myself in which we just pretty much send funny things we see on Twitter. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's all just, oh, look at this funny meme, or this is this is a clever tweet that you'll appreciate. Yeah. Pretty much. So we'll give credit to at Aaron Chack, which is a blue check mark. So this person is either a comedian or somebody. Um, Abby sent over. Um, it says, to make a TV show, you need one banana-shaped man and one orange-shaped man. Let me explain. And then there was a picture of Seinfeld. Uh, a picture of Community, which would be uh, Troy and Abed. Uh, yep. We have a picture of The Fresh Prince, with the, which is uh, Will Smith and Carlton. And then, of course, there's a picture of Bert and Ernie, which um, which got a thumbs up emoji and a crying la with laughter emoji uh, response. So I, I believe I might have saw this first. And then I just asked Todd, assuming that we would be a TV show, the Todd cast would be a TV show. <laughs> Who would be the banana-shaped man and who would be the orange-shaped man? And <laughs> which we really didn't have a great answer because at this point in time, you know, neither one of us really have a banana-shaped face. We're probably yeah. both orange, yeah. which we're, we're both which a is little hurting our yeah. than we'd prefer. Yeah, which is hurting our ratings. Let's just <laughs> That's right. It. That is what's holding back the Toddcast. So <laughs> we need to fix this. And this is basically what's happening is in, in our logic. And, you know, we've had conversations about this, but uh, the logic is, I, I mean, I believe as you get skinnier, your face would become more banana like. Right. Right. I know that's the first place I, for me, when I lose weight, it goes in the face and people can noticeably change. The gut doesn't change as much as the face gets skinnier. So I become yep. more banana shaped. Yes. So our contest essentially is, is really to find out who's going to be the banana shaped man in the con in the group. That's um, right. And what what did you name it? Because of course the, the, Todd made the, the tracker. The, yeah, so so I made the tracker up in in Google Sheets, and it's called the Orange Banana Competition, and you know it it gives us a spot to to track all the things, and it will it will do the math and see who's in the, in the the headings, and there's a Todd column and an Eric column that shows mm -hmm. here's the week standing, here's the month standing, and whoever is has the better point total gets a little uh, a little Bert icon under them yes. and whoever is currently behind is the orange orange man and gets to be gets the Ernie yeah uh, icon below them yeah you showed that to me yesterday and I was and definitely in tears that was uh, a great <laughs> enhance because we've talked about it I mean we you know but we didn't really name it and, that, and the whole aspect is like we're gonna our contest is gonna be a month long because that was kind of an issue with uh, Apple was a weekly and by month long it's basically gonna be what four weeks yeah. And then we're going to crown the champion, which would essentially be the Burt uh, right. for the month. And then, you know, we'll crown every single, you know, every four week intervals. It'll roughly be around the same time month frame. Um, yeah. We'll we'll crown the champion. It's almost more like a championship belt in a sense where you get to be the Burt and the other one mm -hmm. will be the Ernie. Um, yeah. 
which is fantastic in, in so many levels. So yeah. uh, that is the contest. That's what we're going for. And for the most part, now we're kind of ready to discuss with you what we feel is important in a contest of this caliber. So Indeed. I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass it to you, Todd, because I've been talking a lot. OK, that's fine. You, you have some drinks of coffee and I'll 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 hit the high points. I think we can all agree that we will spare the listeners the math. They, I don't think no, that they signed up for math. the math. We'll give you the broad topics. So we decided to keep the move goal aspect from the Apple Watch. It, it's just here. Here's the here's the active number of calories you've burned today, which is a useful metrics and the sort of a useful baseline. You know, the more you move around, whether you're specifically exercising or just have a very busy day of doing a bunch of running around that number is going to be higher the more active you are and we're trying to be more active so we we retained that as one of the and it's not easily gained no yeah no i mean you you have to move to get that there like the exercise ring which i'm now told is lime green you know if you went for a run and did sprints for 20 minutes it will give you 20 minutes of, of credit for that you could also dial it in to log a yoga workout and sit and read comics for 20 minutes and still get 20 minutes of exercise. I have not done that. <laughs> I realized that given that example, yeah, that makes that it sounded, totally sound hmm. like what I did. Hmm. That was a, that was a poor example. Um, I honestly did not do that, but the point is, is you can. And so yeah. we didn't want to keep using that, but the move goal, like if you, if you burn 750 calories over the course of the day, it's because you did stuff worthy of, you know, count of yeah. getting those calories. Laundry. So we kept we kept that around. Groceries. Right. All types well, of stuff. Well, I mean, I run up and down multiple flights of stairs to do laundry. That's I mean, it. The, pushing the buttons on the machine is an exercise, but getting the dirty clothes to and from, kind of like there, there's credit to be given for that. Absolutely. Um, I wouldn't call it exercise. Like if somebody no. say, Hey, do you do your workout today? Oh yeah. I did three loads of lights. Like, no, that's not <laughs> how that works. But you know, <laughs> it's still, it's still, you know, moving around. So we kept yeah. that piece. Yes, absolutely. Um, one of the things that we wanted to do, we like, we wanted there to be an exercise component, but I guess it's a little more free form this way, because one of the things is to do, at least 20 minutes worth of exercise a day. But rather than have it count minute by minute, it's more of a binary, did you do a 20 minute workout today or not? Yes or no. And it's kind of on the honor system for that one. Like we both know that what we mean by workout is taking 20 minutes aside to specifically do a workout, whether it's, you know, watch, watch some sort of workout video in the basement and work up a sweat or hop on the elliptical or the treadmill, like a specific target. Or even if you're going out for a walk, deliberate. you normally wouldn't well, take. Yeah. Right. right. It's right. basically a conscious effort to say, Hey, for 20 minutes, I'm basically going to get fit. Try to, do some, you know, we'll do something above and beyond the day to day running up and down stairs to do laundry, like a deliberate piece there. Yeah. So and that's, that's why we couldn't just use the exercise tracker because you will get 30, 20 minutes you know, I'll get 20, I'll get 15 minutes by just existing, be just n- normal up and down. This oh, yeah. and that. So, so this, this past Sunday, it snowed like hell. I didn't go anywhere. Um, but at near the end of the day, uh, my Apple watches, you closed all three rings. And I'm like, how in the hell did I get 30 exercise minutes? And it was from just randomly going up and down out it. of the basement, That's which it. is not really exercise in the, in the sense of what we're shooting for. 
Yeah. So that's that's criteria two. Just sort of a binary yes no. Did you yes spend specific time to exercise? Number three, Eric, I believe, is logging food. Yeah. And well, I think when it comes down to it, we don't I mean, this is like a super honor system. We're not really giving I don't care, Todd, if you track your food and you went over. There are days where we're going to go over and we realize that you can uh, if you try to stay under too much, you actually cause more damage, uh, right. you know, through the studies of dietitians and so forth. So it's just a matter of getting in the habit. We're both goal oriented people. So if we get in the habit and we know that we're allowed to eat X amount of calories, we're going to try to stay under that just because that's why else would we be tracking it? You know, yeah. so it's just a matter of tracking your food, uh, meaning your meals. If you tracked your food, it's a yes or no. And right. the Again, results not... will come from that. It's more of the action and the principle of why you're doing it as opposed to what the hell. We don't want to – I mean I really don't need to know how many calories you had for breakfast. We want this to be as easy as possible. So it's did you track or did you not, correct? Yeah. Correct. And like you said, you get some auxiliary benef- benefit from that. Like just by logging your food and seeing what you've got. Like there's days where you're like, oh, I had a – I had a whole box of mac and cheese for lunch and, you know, a double quarter pounder with cheese for dinner. Uh, and then I ate a bunch of ice cream. When you're done logging for the day, you'll oh, see that total and realize how horrible those choices are. Yeah. You know what I mean? No. It, you know, if you, you're like, okay, I had a, you know, I had a good breakfast. I had a salad for lunch. I had a, you know, real healthy dinner. You look at that number and you're like, those are nice numbers. And it makes you feel good. Absolutely. That's the truth. And you start to build habits based on that even though you're not necessarily counting the calories, you know, to a specific total goal or whatever, like it all works out well. Yeah. Well, so you know, got, it really helps me. One. Well, you know, it helps me pass up a Snickers bar if I saw one, which right. kind of leads right. to the next, right? Right. So the, the, the next piece was around evening snacking. Eric and I both have terrible habits of ending the evening in front of a television, just feeding stuff into our faces after which we, you know, go to bed and there's no burning off of those calories. And we're both pretty sure that's contributed to the overall orange shape we are currently inhabiting. So we basically set a thing to where like after eight o'clock, you're not eating anything. And I've tried that previously and it's worked out pretty well. Obviously I've fallen off of that wagon (laughs) as I need to institute that rule. (laughs) Exactly. But again, that's just a binary yes, no. Did you, did you abstain from late night snacking? Boom. Yeah. And then the last aspect I think uh, is is more of a mental aspect. So Todd and I both have hobbies and projects that we've talked about quite frequently um, and then get sidetracked with the shiny object uh, of yeah. a new project. So knowing that contests don't always have to be, did I lose 10 pounds or did I cut off a couple inches? I think there's also things to be said about having successful goals in contests. Um, that are good mentally, creatively, what have you. So we have an element where it's a matter of we declare, this is the task that I would I want to accomplish, that if I didn't have a driving pushing factor, because I think really the, the success of our contests are accountability, you know, yeah. uh, knowing that the other person is super competitive and you don't want to lose. Also, the person is pretty su- supportive as well. So the fact is, if we put a element of, this is a goal that I would like to accomplish professionally, personally, whatever. And I'm going to dedicate X amount of time per week to do that, whether it be 15 minutes a day or an hour a week or however you do that. But the tracking mechanism is I'm going to work on this thing. And the and maybe and mentally for us, the only reason we're doing it is because we need to check this off. Either way, the end result will turn out to be good. 
because yeah you know so there's a element and originally it was like a hobby goal but it's not more it's more than a hobby it's more of like accomplishing a goal something that has been lingering that you need you know someone to, to help you with some type of point we need to quantify it <laughs> in some way you know right for example mine for february is for quite a while now i've had this concept of the the dungeon community college to do like a website podcast etc about Dungeons and Dragons and sort of the history of it and teaching people, you know, how to play that sort of thing. And it's been a vague notion for been at least a year. It's been over a year, Eric. It might be two. I don't know. It's been forever. And it's it's been, been a while. Out. And and recently I've I've decided, you know, I need to get on that. And I've, you know, done some reading, done some research, uh, taken some sparse notes. And the next step is for me to just collect all of that and actually start writing you know, blog pages in preparation for there potentially being a podcast. Like I just need to get off, mm -hmm. get off my ass and get started doing this so that I can, you know, achieve this goal. But like Eric said, oftentimes, you know, the choice is, well, do I start doing that or do I start playing with this other shiny object or just sit and play a game on my phone or whatever. And so this is a little motivation to be like, you know what, get off your ass, actually do the thing, Todd. And you'll get some good benefit from it. Again, it's is it is it going to have me, you know, shed calories? No. Is it good for my mental outlook? Yeah. Absolutely. So. Well, I mean, it's also something you accomplish, and then you can feel good about. Um, right. And at the end of the day, like you know, we're making a con. I mean, to to if you and I wanted to make a contest and put anything in there, you and I could pass this off as being fine. Uh, you know, so <laughs> we might call it a fitness tracker and so forth. But for the most right. part, we're both getting older, and as we get older, our you know, we're probably less active or still, you know, the toll of our years are taking, you know, is yeah taking off some of our lifespan. So let's try to get some of that back. Uh, so, you, yes, most of this is based off of health, but we also, you know, want to accomplish things as well. So for, you know, me, I have 20 different side projects that I get started and just kind of wean, you know, off or get sidetracked with life. So these are all healthy habits and they're, and that's just a tracker. It's a yes or no. So you could tell from our system, it's not very complicated. Most of it is a matter of, did you do this or did you not? And the only manual input that you actually have to look at numbers is the move goal which you know tracks itself yeah right. i mean so uh you know without going into the actual nitty-gritty of the math todd how does this all kind of calculate and figure out who wins it uses the average of your calorie counts for the week and then depending on if you ticked off the boxes for the other categories there's basically a multiplying factor there like if you if you log your food at least four days out of the week you, you know that's that's times one if you logged every day i think that that turns into a times two and well, you, well one of the big factors yeah. here one of the big factors is with the apple thing it was a matter it was exhausting you had to do it every day we were talking about you there were no like off yeah, you, you had no matter yeah. yeah and we don't expect we, I mean, really, you, you can't expect somebody to have to work out seven days a week, but that's what you'd had to do. You'd have to work out 90 day, 90 minutes every freaking day or you would lose. And that's right. And to us, I think healthy is if you worked out four out of the seven days, you should see progress. You right. know, if you worked out six, that's even better. If you worked out seven, good for you. We're not giving you any extra credit. The fact is, like, you know, we all <laughs> yeah. deserve an off day. So we've created the system with all the goals in mind to understand there's certain things that should be automatic 
And then there's certain things that like you get a free pass. I think tracking our calories is six out of seven. Meaning yeah. if you, if you didn't want to do it one day, no big deal, you know. Right. Or you know if you're at your your mother-in-law and she made some interesting vegan casserole that you can't begin to quantify in your <laughs> meal tracker, you 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 can just say you know what it's fine. It, it was it was tasty. It was healthy. I don't need to put do that math. Um, yeah. That yeah, may that, or may not be based on an actual uh, real life experience. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, I mean, we've all been there and I know for Thanksgiving, it's just a matter of like, all right, Thanksgiving is the cheat meal that I am not tracking. Right. Like, I don't even know what to do. And I know in my fitness pal, you can honestly just type in Thanksgiving dinner and it's just like 3000 calories. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it is. There you go. Um, but needless to say, essentially it's your, your move goal will make sure that there's no tie. Uh, you know, the, yeah. and there's no cap, you know, at the end of the day, if it comes down to a Sunday and Todd and I are super, super close and we're doing really well. Cause I have a feeling that there will be maxing out of many things just with our nature. There right. might come down to a, you know, 1130 PM, you know, who can get run up the steps the most, you know, yeah. who knows, but there won't be any darn tie. And right. at the end of it, we should be able to feel accomplished, hit our goals, more importantly, Todd will probably keep some type of tracker that keeps track of who won the most weeks and who won the most months and and have some type of chart. And if I get my things going, I'll get in a data studio and make make charts, line <laughs> graphs and so forth. But over those I, dorks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and and I venture out there. I wish everybody had some type of, you know, mechanism to motivate motivate them to do this silly stuff like we do. Luckily, that's yeah. just on our blood. And, you know, we talk every single day about stuff. So yeah. um, it's not hard for well, us to come up with a contest like this. Yeah. Well, and hopefully it the, the end result will be that we will help sort of shape some healthier lifestyles and sort of lose some general orange-based roundness around yeah. the midsection, become more banana-like. And yes. for the love of God, hopefully come next February 2nd, you won't have to hear us blather on about this again. Um, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and everybody wins, I think. That, that is the kind of the goal. So, you know, it is, it, hopefully it will not be another Groundhog Day where we do the same stuff over and over. Exactly. Know. So, well, thank you, Eric. Happy, happy Groundhog's Day to you. Happy Groundhog's hopefully Day to you, Hopefully you man. can break the loop. Thank you, listeners. I hope you've enjoyed this. And until next time, I hope you all have a good one. And until next time, I hope you all have a good one. And now it's next time. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast, Groundhog Day edition. Eric? Indeed. How, how has your day been multiple times? Oh, it's, it's, you know, it's just been going on and on and on. And, you know, I wake up and here we are again. But that's exactly. kind of like the topic that we're going to discuss today. That's right. Uh, the never-ending topic of what we call fitness trackers or just in general <laughs> lifestyle changes to be fit, which has been the never-ending Groundhog Day for at least you and I, I think, for, for quite some time now. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. For years now, you and I were men of a certain age that are starting to uh, tub out a little bit in the middle and are sure. regularly thinking of how can we fix this? What can we do about this? And so we, we talk about it and we try some things and that doesn't work. And then we talk about it some more and try some things and that doesn't work. Very Groundhog Day style. Yeah. Um, I'd have to do actual math or research mm. to find out actual time frames. But it goes back to when I think we all got our first Fitbits. I oh, think, sure. 
yeah. you know, we got we got the little little fitness we got the fitness tracker, the Fitbit, and check our steps and whatnot. And there are you know the competitions that go with that. You know who can who can get the most steps in because. I know Crystal and I used to do Fitbit challenges. Did, were you part of the Fitbit challenge piece? Well, did that not I, really start until we started with Fitbit Apple Watches. was like a group challenge, was it not? It was like a leaderboard. Yeah. If, if memory yeah. serves me correct. So I think. It's been a minute since we Fitbit. Yeah, yes. Yes. It's but been yeah. a minute. <laughs> yes. That's the term. Uh, yeah. But I believe it was like a leaderboard. And I don't know if you had to participate. Like as long as and so much friends, as it's just here are all of your friends and here's the and here's kind of and here's the marathon runners that are always up top. If you had any of those, <laughs> those are very annoying. And then yep. you have those that stand on their feet all day, you know. And then you had the ones that were like, yeah, I might wear it here and there, you know. Which yeah. I was always kind of middle, never never quite did the marathon, but Fitbit was fine. Well, the key the key is to just unfriend those people, and you can just shoot to the top of the charts. That was That's the gaming it. of that system. <laughs> that that is the gaming of that system, and that's what people do with me on Emoji Blitz as well. So, yeah. <laughs> side note. Uh, so yeah, you know, actually, the funny thing is, Fitbit was my second uh, actual wearable tracker. Oh, yeah. So what, uh, what did you have prior to that? All right, this is going to be a deep cut, deep cut. All right, do you remember? And I don't know if I ever even talked to you about. Do you remember Bluetooth speakers? And there was a brand called I think Jawbone. Have you ever heard re- of those? I remember there being jawbone trackers and in the, yes. in the early days when people started doing the fitness trackers, I remember jawbone being one of the big players. I wonder what ever happened to old jawbone. Cause yeah, oh, I, you don't hear about them at all anymore. No, no. They were like cutting edge technology that they used, you know, the vibrations, uh, you know, instead of to basically get the ear, you know, it was a Bluetooth that like sat on your jaw. So it was really noise canceling. Uh, but uh, since I worked at AT&T at the time, uh, Jawbone had a great reputation. It was really high-end Bluetooth that you could sell uh, if anybody said, hey, this is the best of. And then they basically came out with the first wearable, and then they sent demo ones to the store, and there was some type of contest in which I won, and it oh. was the first wearable. And it um, essentially charged via, like, an auxiliary. So it was it was a unique it was a unique one. So when you charged it, you actually charged it from your phone and it just sat in the auxiliary plug. But it was, uh, it had, you know, it did the walking and so forth. And then, and then, you know, so I was already, you know, I was the only one I think that had that. Maybe two other people in the, you know, the area, since they were kind <laughs> of like really high end, expensive. I got mine for free. But when Fitbit came out, then like, you know, I think everybody and their brother ended up getting a Fitbit at some point in time, which, yeah, I was all point. for. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I don't even, I don't know where I got my, First one, I don't think I got it through work or anything like that, but we all ended up having it. And that was the that was the fun, because if everybody had the same thing, then you could all track together, you know. Right. Yeah. You had sort of a standard to work from that worked out pretty well. Yeah. At the at the end of the day, I think it was just moving. Right. I mean, I, could you track exercises? You probably could. I don't you know? I don't. Uh, I mean, again, it's been so long. I can't remember what all was yeah. in the app. Like, I think it had some features where you could like track your water, track your exercises, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But no, it's, it's main feature was step count. Yeah. Like it, it was, it was a, a very, it was a very high tech, very, very high speed pedometer. That's what for I the most part. Yep. And that worked out well. You know, I, I enjoyed that. We did some good stuff there. Well, it got you talking, got you seeing who was active in your life. Yeah. You know, you, yeah. I mean, you could essentially, you know, and it was, 
it was relatively cheap because I think there were multiple versions. There was like the, the, the one version. And then there was another version that helped you track your sleep. And then, and then, uh, you know, another version that yeah. did some other type of aspect. And, and at some point in time, you could start tracking your meals, or at least it would sync up with other programs that tracked your meals. Yeah. You know, yeah. which yeah. I was on board. Geez. I mean, this is like 2013 or earlier, maybe um, I was on board with my fitness pal, which yeah. You're familiar with, correct? Yes. Todd, I nominate you to tell me about Fitness Pal. So, yeah, my Fitness Pal, it's 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 an app for your phone. I, I've got it on iPhone. I assume it's also available for the Androids and whatnots of the world. Basically, you can you can link it to your your Fitbit or Apple Watch, and it'll pull in your exercise stats. It lets you do log your meals so you can get all your calorie counts and nutrition information and It'll hash that together to let you know how many calories you you have left for the day, how much water you've drank, how much exercise you've done. Like it just sort of aggregates all that information. And at least for me, it gives you a better, easier place to log your food. It's it's got a pretty pretty deep database of things and you can like scan the barcodes on things. It just makes it makes it real easy. I'm yeah. sure there are plenty of other features to that app, but primarily what I use it for is for for meal logging. I don't know if you've got any deep tips on that. Well, no, I think it also goes back to the, you know, what, what I ended up realizing is that there was a decent amount of friends that you, there's a commute, they try to create like a community aspect where like, it'll say, Hey, your friend log in for a hundred days straight or vice versa. And all you have to do is log in and track some type of meal. So I noticed that there was some type of community aspect with that as well. And typically the people that had Fitbits seemed to also had my fitness power, some type of combination of the two. Right. And you would see, you know, I used it for a long period of time. It was one of my things where I just needed to keep my streaks going. So even if I would log uh, two pots or, yeah, well, in this case, two pots of coffee a day, (laughs) um, (laughs) you know, I would go in there and log at least in the morning because it was part of my routine. And then I would be, you know, I have a streak of like 700 days straight, um, you know, and uh, so I was using that and Fitbit and the combination of the two, you end up seeing, all right, these are the friends that are here and these are the friends that are over here. And I don't know if I if if I asked you to do fit my fitness pal or Fitbit or this or that, but at some point in time, a couple of years ago, we, you know, our family was all in a similar mindset of let's get fit, right? Mm-hmm. And then we moved to um, the Lose It app, in which I will now pass it to you to give your definition of the Lose It app. It's uh, very much like uh, my fitness pal, but slightly different and from a different company. Like really, like, um, mm-hmm. you know, ha- having used both, like either is fine. I'm not necessarily going to do any ringing endorsements for one over the other. Like the differences between the two are in the very fine details. And if you're trying to decide between the two, it kind of depends on which details are important to you and you just need yeah. to look into it. Like, for example... The premium version of Lose It, when you put your food in, will give you the specifics like, here's the fiber content of of that food, whereas the free version does not, which mm. was important for me after I got diverticulosis and need to be on a high fiber diet to get kind of get my grips on what was what fiber counts were for things. After having done that for you know six months or so, I now have a pretty decent feel for what I need to do there. So when I stopped paying the extra money for the premium version, I realized that that feature went away 
but I personally don't care that much because I've, like I said, I've kind of got it figured out. Yeah. I've since flipped back over to my fitness pal because that's what you're using. And as we're starting a new competition, just to keep things on an even keel and come to find out that it inherently gives you fiber counts without needing to pay extra. Oh, there you go. So, so like, that. like, yeah. like there, there are some very niche instances where it might make a difference between one or the other, but that you're going to have to look into that for yourselves, depending yeah. on what it is that's important to you. What we determined was that uh, through research, because we were looking for some type of competitive games, and I think it was four, six of us. I mean, it was just the the you know the the people you hear on the podcast to, oh, yeah. to an extent. Per, per, we're pretty all, much. We're all kind <laughs> of like, all right, what do we want to do? We you know we we want to get fit. We want to eat healthy. We want to create healthy lifestyles. And there wasn't there was a competition mode and lose it. So we yes. all bought the premium version for a year, I believe. There was a system in which it gave points for oh, hitting a certain exercise or move goal per day. Eating yep. your vegetables and or fruit intake. Um, I don't know if there was a stand or a sleep metric, but it was essentially. Do you re- recall any of the other metrics that were in there that was used to game? I mean, the biggies that I remember are the ones like there was an exercise piece to it. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the the general movement or steps goal type thing. Uh, the big one was the fruits and veggies because that is something that I definitely needed because I'm not one to eat a whole lot of fruits or veggies of my own volition without some sort of prodding. There may have been some drinking water at the, like there, there were yeah, several different, yeah. tri- like it wasn't just, okay, let's see who gets the most steps was the key thing. It hit on a couple of different points to kind of balance it out and sort of force you to do more than you would normally. And it, but it you didn't get to cater it. It was essentially, this was the system and it had a weird scoring system oh, in yeah. which, in which it was, I mean, for me, it was kind of almost unhealthy in some aspects because it was like, all right, I have to eat 10 carrots right now. And I wasn't (laughs) hungry or we already ate, you know, and I understand the concept. But like to get your full points, it was kind of forcing you to do some things and or you could game the system to a certain extent. And, you know, at the end of the day, it just was like, all right, well, this is fun and it's better than nothing. And it's definitely better than. Uh, you know, there is no competition on my fitness pal. And, and to be quite honest, the Fitbit was just a matter of walking, but this was the next step, which was nice, but it wasn't the full picture. Plus you had to pay X amount per year. And, right. and so I let mine lapse and said back to the drawing board. The majority of us all ended up with Apple watches throughout the years. And I think yeah. you might've, you and maybe Abby had yours first and I trickled along or, or some, some aspect there. Yeah. And up until I think recently, maybe a year or so ago, that's when uh, you and I started to compete in Apple Watches. So we will now pass to Professor Todd, who will explain the <laughs> the fitness uh, aspect of the Apple Watch. And I'll, I'll keep this brief because I know we've talked about this before. Um, sure. Find an episode. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's the trick, isn't it? Finding out where that is. So we'll we'll recap. So with the Apple Watch, it's not so much about step counts. It's it's more about active calories. So there are three rings you need to close. The red ring is your move goal, which is just how many calories you've burned throughout the day. There's a yellow ring, which is your exercise goal, which is uh, by default set to 30 minutes of exercise is your target there. So actually logging exercises or the Apple Watch is actually smart enough in a lot of cases to say, hey, it seems like you're out for a, a, a run and it will just automatically track that stuff for you which is kind of neat 
But the second goal is is your exercise goal of 30 minutes. And then the final, third and final ring is the stand goal, which is you should stand up for at least five minutes once an hour for 12 hours a day. Which, for Eric and I, the stand goal is is just a no-brainer. Yeah. We're both very up-on-our-feet active people. I mean, it's... From unhealthy habits, Todd. Well, and that's what I was just about to say. I mean, by, by virtue of being a smoker... I can guarantee to you that at least once an hour, I will go up and have a cigarette and stand around for at least five minutes. So yeah, the, the, the stand goal is kind of an auto complete for me. Yeah. And for you, you know, your office is down in the basement. You've got youngins, you know, you you need to go up and get yourself a coffee. That's it. The aforementioned two pots of coffee does not get, (laughs) you know, that you don't drink that all within an hour. That is a nice span throughout the days, but yes. And there's, there's the fetching of the coffee to, Hawkers up and down the stairs, and then there is the release of the coffee, which you, gives you, you another it. trip. To so, <laughs> so if you do it correctly, you and on every half an hour, you get your hour point. You know, so yeah. But I also do want to do a quick color correction uh, on Todd. Uh, this is how you'd know Todd's colorblind because it is a green. It is not yellow. <laughs> the exercise is absolutely a lime green. Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, I just, I, yeah. As you're saying okay. that, I'm I'm thinking to myself, all right. Some people are screaming at the screen. I said <laughs> I will I will use this perfect time to say color correction because the graphic designer in me uh, finds that really funny as well. Um, so yeah, I'm looking at it on my watch, man. And I would swear up and down to you that that is yellow. Yeah, but you I, again, I have issues with with uh, reds and greens. So there you go. So uh, can we can we agree that the that the that the that the uh, the move ring is red, and that the stand ring is sort of a light blue cyanish sort of a situation? Cyan is the absolute color. Light red, okay. yes, it's a it's a reddish pink, and we'll get we'll give it light red. Um, that would be the definition. So that that's fine by me. So after we get those color corrections, but you know. <laughs> The the Apple Watch has done really well. It has actually motivated more so, and I've had many of competitions, and as more people get Apple Watches, the fitness becomes, you know, where you grow your friend list, where it seemed like right. the Fitbit was a little bit easier to acquire, so your friend list would be a little ha- larger. Lose It was right. 100% who you solicited to get. My fitness pal was, you know, here, there. Um, and Apple Watch has slowly become, you know, to the point where there are more and more people that you could essentially compete with or have a good time with on there. Um, you and I challenged, geez, for at least half a year, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Back and forth. And the competition there, and we've talked about this in detail, so we're not going to go in full detail. But the competition essentially uh, had some major flaws. And one of those flaws was that you could easily tie. If you just went balls to the wall, there was no winner. It was a matter of you both ended with 600 and there, yes, you had great weeks where you both exercised and hit all your goals, but there was no, no tiebreaker. There was no way you could overachieve. It was, you hit X amount of points per day. When you max out, once you're done, then, you know, when you, the accumulation of seven days, you tied and start over and it was just, it was nice, but uh, there was no glory. Well, I think I think that the the Apple Watch competitions themselves is an inherently good thing for folks who just want to have a friendly competition uh, um, yeah. and who aren't super driven by just a mad com- competitive streak and or uh, meta nerds. What meta nerds. I mean, and that's yeah. the thing. Like for us, it just that's that's where it all broke down because it we got into a situation it. to where. 
on the competitive front, both of us were like, well, it maxes out at 600 a day, so I need to get to 600. And so if we both do that seven days in a row, congratulations, you have a tie. Well, by that same token, if you get 600 and I get 600, and the next day you get 600 and I get 600. If on the third day you get 600 and I have an off day and only get like 540, I need you to screw up one day in the next few days or I just cannot win. Like it, yeah. it gets into a point of no return situation, which is interesting. Like I said, if that happens on like a Wednesday or a Thursday and you can, you know, hope for the best and, and still just compete your ass off and do all the things. But if that happens like on a Tuesday and Eric is on his game this week, it's like, well, this is this is useless. And I have that mindset where it's like, well, it's futile. I might as well just sit on the couch all day and, and yeah, chips, which is not doing anybody any good. Yeah. Um, and, and, and and if it allowed you, you know, and this is where the problem was, if it allowed you to actually make up, meaning there was no cap, meaning how hard you worked, you know, you know, then it would change strategy a bit. You know, yeah. in this case, it was a matter of to see who failed first. Right. Yeah. As opposed yeah. to as opposed to the other way would have it would have been all right. It is Sunday night. Who's going to stay on the treadmill or, or wake up at, you know, at 11 at, you know, p.m. and walk for a yeah. while or whatever. You know, well, that's the thing. if if no one if no one stumbled. There were plenty of instances where it's like, oh, shoot, it's 11.45. I, I still need three more points. I guess I'm going to run up and down my stairs for the next two minutes to make sure that I can, you know, get that 600 or, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. so Which that is was healthy sort of... for a heart <laughs> aspect. Like, yeah, it's oh, yeah. physically healthy to do that and keep yourself active. Mentally, it was not healthy. Well, <laughs> you know, again, because... I think... I think if you've got normal folks who aren't hell bent to sit, get 600 every day, yeah. if it's just a normal competition, you can still run into situations where like, oh, Eric is at, you know, Eric's at 472. I'm at 460. It's, it's quarter to midnight. I'm going to run up and down some stairs and sneak one in on the guy. Like, that's fine. You know what I mean? But just the way we were doing it, it it's no. not really designed for that kind of high end, super competitive nonsense. That sort of failing one. For us, and the other piece is kind of like what you were saying for us, us meta data nerds. It's not necessarily gameable per se, but once you figure out the underlying math, you can sort of figure out, okay, this is what this looks like. To the degree yeah, tell that what you did, Todd. <laughs> I put together a Google sheet that would basically do the math so that at any point in the day, I could say, okay, here's, here's, here's what my move number is. Here's how many exercise minutes I have right now. Here's how many stand. Here's how many stand hours I've got. Here is the current time, and it would say, okay, you know, assuming you go to bed at such and such a time, it would figure out, okay, you have this many more stand hours coming to you. Okay, if you exercise for 20 minutes and you need 30, obviously you need 10 less. Like it would reverse engineer to figure out, okay, this is what you need. I further went in and fed into this spreadsheet a bunch of data from my outdoor walks like several days worth of time, like, okay, I went for an outdoor walk for, you know, 21 minutes and it burned this many calories and got an average of that. So basically if, if I put in, here's where I am right now, it would do the math and say, listen, if you go do an outdoor walk for X minutes, that will, that will give you your exercise minutes. It'll give you this approximately this many calories, which translates to these points. And if you, go do an outdoor walk for this many minutes, you will hit 600. Like, yeah, you had and, down. 
<laughs> and so, and of course I had this, this, you know, Google Sheets page, you know, hot linked on the, the main page of my iPhone. So if I clicked on it, it would just pop right up. Uh, and so, yeah, you know, I'd go through my normal day, plug in my numbers and go, well, Abby, I'm gonna go for a walk for, you know, 42 minutes and be guaranteed to have the 600, which, yeah, I mean, it achieved the goal. It did get me out and walking. Sure. But that's not really like what it was intended to like. Well, I mean, in my case, what I realized was, all right, you pre- pretty much for me to max out, I'd have to work out for 90 minutes a day. And for someone who is struggling to get 90 minutes in their day, I, I mean, I had it set up that I, a couple days I would wake up at 5 a.m., you know, and, and do that. And that was fine. Um, but that was just not something that I could maintain considering that there's nights where the youngest child would not let me go to bed until one or vice versa. Right. Um, so I would end up basically throughout the day, be like, all right, can I get 20 minutes here, 30 minutes here, 10 minutes here, you know, and there were moments at time. It was a matter of like, well, I can't go too hard. Cause I can't sweat. Cause I have a meeting later and I already took a shower today. So it was just <laughs> like, I'm walking on a treadmill for 10 minutes with, with the intent not to sweat just so I could hit my exercise goals. And I'm like, all right, this is not, the way so essentially i think i don't know what after one of the contests and, and not to mention that these contests there were no like off days this was a matter of you didn't get to choose when they would cycle it was a weird you know if you started on sunday or, or you start on monday for instance it would go to sunday then you had to take a day off yeah and then it would start so every week it was staggered by one so it wasn't a monday to sunday deal it then became a tuesday to monday and and it was odd and yeah. there were some flaws in the system that it was out becoming counterintuitive to you're just counterbalancing your like what you should be doing. So right. we took a step off and that's where there's definitely positives for all the trackers and all the things that we've used and being the metadata nerds, you know, that we are in a sense, it was a matter of creating our own system that worked well for us, that kind of motivated us to where we want to be, you know, um, and given the fact that I'm decent with Excel, you're decenter with Excel. You might actually be <laughs> even better, you know, in terms of mastery level um, to the point where we're like, all right, we could just create this and then update it ourselves. We don't need, you know, an app. Um, we will use the apps as, you know, the automatic tracker type things. Well, we yeah. can create our own system in which hopefully we'll get ourselves into shape and or create healthy lifestyles, which is the key. So over the last month, I think we've, created somewhat of a system and we're about ready to launch it and as of the listening here uh depending on what groundhog day you're listening to this um, exactly we are launching this bad boy uh, yep. and there's a funny story to go along with it so todd before we go into actual details of the the system i would like to uh, grab a, a tweet um that uh i believe abby the executive producer sent to us okay so yes there is a direct message twitter thread with Todd, Abby, and myself, in which we just pretty much send funny things we see on Twitter. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's all just oh, look at this funny meme, or this is this is a clever tweet that you'll appreciate. Yeah. Pretty much. So we'll give credit to at Aaron Chack, which is a blue check mark. So this person is either a comedian or somebody. Um, Abby sent over. Um, it says to make a TV show, you need one banana-shaped man and one orange-shaped man. Let me explain. And then there was a picture of Seinfeld. Uh, a picture of Community, which would be uh, Troy and Abed. Uh, yep. We have a picture of the Fresh Prince, with the, which is uh, Will Smith and Carlton. And then, of course, there's a picture of Bert and Ernie, which um, 
which got a thumbs up emoji and a crying with laughter emoji uh, response. So I I believe I might have saw this first. And then I just asked Todd, assuming that we would be a TV show, the Todd cast would be a TV show, (laughs) who would be the banana shaped man and who would be the orange shaped man? (laughs) And which we really didn't have a great answer because at this point in time, you know, neither one of us really have a banana shaped face. We're probably both orange. Yeah, which we're, we're both which a little hurting rounder our ra- yeah. than we'd prefer. Yeah, which is hurting our ratings. Let's just That's right. It. That is what's holding back the Toddcast. So <laughs> we need to fix this. <laughs> and this is basically what's happening is in, in our logic. And, you know, we've had conversations about this, but uh, the logic is, I, I mean, I believe as you get skinnier, your face would become more banana like. Right. Right. I know that's the first place I, for me. When I lose weight, it goes in the face, and people can noticeably change. The gut doesn't change as much as the face gets skinnier, so I become yeah. more banana-shaped. Yeah. So our contest essentially is, is really to find out who's going to be the banana-shaped man in the con- in the group. That's um, right. And what what did you name it? Because, of the, course, the, Todd the, made the, the tracker. Yeah, so, so I made the tracker up in, in Google Sheets, and it's called the Orange Banana Competition. And, you know, it, it gives us a spot to, to track all the things. And it will it will do the math and see who's in the, in the the headings, and there's a Todd column and an Eric column that shows mm-hmm. here's the week standing, here's the month standing, and whoever is has the better point total gets a little a little Bert icon under them, yes. and whoever is currently behind is the orange orange man and gets to be gets the Ernie. Yeah, uh, icon below them. Yeah, you showed that to me yesterday, and I was and definitely in tears. That was uh, <laughs> a great enhance because we've talked about it. I mean, we you know, but we didn't really name it. And, I, and the whole aspect is like we're gonna our contest is gonna be a month long because that was kind of an issue with uh, Apple was a weekly. And by month long, it's basically gonna be what four weeks. Yeah, and then we're gonna crown the champion, which would essentially be the Bert. Uh, for the month and then you know we'll crown every single you know every four week intervals it'll roughly be around the same time month frame um we'll we'll crown the champion it's almost more like a championship belt in a sense where you get to be the Bert and the other one Mm. will be the Ernie uh, which is fantastic and and so many levels so uh, that is the contest that's what we're going for and for the most part now we're kind of ready to discuss with you what we feel is important in a contest of this caliber, so Indeed. I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass it to you, Todd, because I've been talking a lot. Okay, that's fine. You you have some drinks of coffee, and I'll 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 hit the high points. I think we can all agree that we will spare the listeners the math. They, I don't think no, that they signed up for math. the math. We'll give you the broad topics. So we decided to keep the move goal aspect from the Apple Watch. It, it's just here. Here's the here's the active number of calories you've burned today, which is a useful metrics and the sort of a useful baseline. You know, the more you move around, whether you're specifically exercising or just have a very busy day of doing a bunch of running around, that number is going to be higher the more active you are, and we're trying to be more active. So we we retained that as one of the and it's not easily factors. gained. No, yeah, no. You can't I mean, game you, it. you have to move. To get that yes. there like the exercise ring which i'm now told is lime green you know yes. if you went for a run and did sprints for 20 minutes it will give you 20 minutes of, of credit for that you could also dial it in to log a yoga workout and sit and read comics for 20 minutes and still get 20 minutes of exercise i have not done that <laughs> and I realized that given that example, yeah, that makes that it sounded, totally sound mm, like what I did. Mm, that was a 
that was a poor example. Um, I honestly did not do that. But the point is, is you can. And so we yeah. didn't want to keep using that. But the move goal, like if you if you burn 750 calories over the course of the day, it's because you did stuff worthy of, you know, count of yeah. getting those calories. Laundry. So we kept we kept that around. Groceries. Right. All types well, of stuff. I mean, I run up and down multiple flights of stairs to do laundry. That's I mean, it. The, pushing the buttons on the machine is an exercise, but getting the dirty clothes to and from, kind of like there, there's credit to be given for that. Absolutely. Um, I wouldn't call it exercise. Like if somebody no. say, hey, do you do your workout today? Oh, yeah, I did three loads of lights. Like, no, that's not <laughs> how that works. But, you know, <laughs> it's still it's still, you know, moving around. So we kept yeah. that piece. Yes, absolutely. Um, one of the things that we wanted to do, we like, we wanted there to be an exercise component, but I guess it's a little more free form this way, because one of the things is to do at least 20 minutes worth of exercise a day, but rather than have it count minute by minute, it's more of a binary. Did you do a 20 minute workout today or not? Yes or yeah. no. And it's kind of on the honor system for that one. Like we both know that what we mean by workout is taking 20 minutes aside to specifically do a workout, whether it's, you know, watch, watch some sort of workout video in the basement and work up a sweat or hop on the elliptical or the treadmill, like a specific target. Or even if you're going out for a walk, deliberate, you normally wouldn't well, take. Yeah. Right. right it, it's right. basically a conscious effort to say, Hey, for 20 minutes, I'm basically going to get fit, try to, some, you know, we'll do something above and beyond the day to day running up and downstairs to do laundry like a deliberate piece there yeah and that's that's why we couldn't just use the exercise tracker because you will get 30 20 minutes Uh, you know i'll get 20 i'll get 15 minutes by just existing be just normal up and down this and that so So this this past sunday it snowed like hell i didn't go anywhere um but at near the end of the day my apple watches you closed all three rings and i'm like how in the hell did i get 30 exercise minutes and it was from just randomly going up and down out of the basement, which is not really exercise in the in the sense of what we're shooting for. Yeah. So that's that's criteria two, just sort of a binary yes no. Did you yes spend specific time to exercise? Number three, Eric, I believe, is logging food. Yeah. And well, I think when it comes down to it, we don't I mean, this is like a super honor system. We're not really giving, I don't care, Todd, if you track your food and you want over, there are days where we're going to go over. And we realize that you can, uh, if you try to stay under too much, you actually cause more damage, uh, right. you know, through the studies of dietitians and so forth. So it's just a matter of getting in the habit. We're both goal oriented people. So if we get in the habit and we know that we're allowed to eat X amount of calories, we're going to try to stay under that just because that's why else would we be tracking it? You know? So it's just a matter of tracking your food, uh, meaning your meals. If you track your food, it's a yes or no. And the results will come from that. It's more of the action and the principle of why you're doing it as opposed to what the hell we don't want to. I mean, I really don't need to know how many calories you had for breakfast. We want this to be as easy as possible. So it's did you track or did you not? Correct. Correct. And like you said, you get some auxiliary benefit from that. Like just by logging your food and seeing what you've got. Like there's days where you're like, oh, I had a. I had a whole box of mac and cheese for lunch and, you know, a double quarter pounder with cheese for dinner. Uh, and then I ate a bunch of ice cream. When you're done logging for the day, you'll oh, see that total and realize how horrible those choices are. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? No. It, you know, if you, you're like, okay, I had a, I had a good breakfast. I had a salad for lunch. I had a, you know, real healthy dinner. You look at that number and you're like, those are nice numbers. And it makes you feel good. Absolutely. That's the truth. And you start to build habits based on that, even though you're not necessarily counting the calories, you know, to a specific total goal or whatever. Like it all works out well. In the end. Yeah. So well, you know, it really helps me. One. Well, you know, it helps me pass up a Snickers bar if I saw one. Which right. kind of leads right. to the next, right? Right. So the, the, the next piece was around evening snacking. Eric and I both have terrible habits of ending the evening in front of a television, just feeding stuff into our faces, after which we you know go to bed and there's no burning off of those calories. And we're both pretty sure that's contributed to the overall orange shape we are currently yeah. inhabiting. So we basically set a thing to where like after eight o'clock, you're not eating anything. And I've tried that previously and it's worked out pretty well. Obviously, Same I've, here. Yep. I've fallen off of that wagon <laughs> as I need Same to here. institute that rule. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But again, that's just a binary. Yes. No. Did you did you abstain from late night snacking? Boom. Yeah. And then the last aspect, I think, uh, is is more of a mental aspect. So Todd and I both have hobbies and projects that we've talked about quite frequently um, and then get sidetracked with the shiny object uh, of yeah. the new project. So knowing that contests don't always have to be, did I lose 10 pounds or did I cut off a couple inches? I think there's also things to be said about having successful goals in contests um, that are good mentally, creatively, what have you. So we have an element where it's a matter of we declare, this is the task that I would, I want to accomplish that if I didn't have a driving pushing factor, because I think really the, the success of our contests are accountability, you know, yeah. uh, knowing that the other person is super competitive and you don't want to lose. Also, the person is pretty su supportive as well. So the fact is, if we put a element of this is a goal that I would like to accomplish professionally, personally, whatever, and I'm going to dedicate X amount of time per week to do that, whether it be 15 minutes a day or an hour a week or however you do that. But the tracking mechanism is I'm going to work on this thing. And, the, and maybe, and mentally for us, the only reason we're doing it is because we need to check this off. Either way, the end result will turn out to be good because, yeah. you know, so there's a element and originally it was like a hobby goal, but it's not more, it's more than a hobby. It's more of like accomplishing a goal, something that has been lingering that you need, you know, someone to, to help you with some type of point. We need to quantify it <laughs> in some way, you know, right. For example, mine for February is for quite a while now i've had this concept of the the dungeon community college to do like a website podcast etc about dungeons and dragons and sort of the history of it and teaching people you know how to play that sort of thing and it's been a vague notion for been at least a year it's been over a year eric it might be two i don't know it's been forever it, it's, it's been, been a while out. And, and recently I've, I've decided, you know, I need to get on that. And I've, you know, done some reading, done some research, uh, taken some sparse notes. And the next step is for me to just collect all of that and actually start writing, you know, blog pages in preparation for there potentially being a podcast. Like I just need to get off, mm -hmm. get off my ass and get started doing this so that I can, you know, achieve this goal. But like Eric said, oftentimes, you know, the choice is, well, do I start doing that or do I start playing with this other shiny object or just sit and play a game on my phone or whatever? 
And so this is a little motivation to be like, you know what? Get off your ass, actually do the thing, Todd. And you'll get some good benefit from it. Again, it's is it is it going to have me, you know, shed calories? No. Is it good for my mental outlook? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I mean, it's also something you accomplish and then you can feel good about. Um, right. And at the end of the day, like, you know, we're making a con. I mean, to to if you and I wanted to make a contest and put anything in there, you and I could pass this off as being fine. Uh, you know, so <laughs> we might call it a fitness tracker and so forth. But for the most right. part, we're both getting older. And as we get older, our you know, we're probably less active or still, you know, the toll of our years are taking, you know, is yeah. taking off some of our lifespan. So let's try to get some of that back. Uh, so, yes, most of this is based off of health, but we also, you know, want to accomplish things as well. So for, you know, me, I have 20 different side projects that I get started and just kind of wean, you know, off or get sidetracked with life. So these are all healthy habits and they're, and that's just a tracker. It's a yes or no. So you could tell from our system, it's not very complicated. Most of it is a matter of, did you do this or did you not? And the only manual input that you actually have to look at numbers is the move goal which you know tracks itself yeah right. i mean so uh you know without going into the actual nitty-gritty of the math todd how does this all kind of calculate and figure out who wins it uses the average of your calorie counts for the week and then depending on if you ticked off the boxes for the other categories there's basically a multiplying factor there like if you if you log your food at least four days out of the week you, you know that's that's times one if you logged every day i think that that turns into a times two and if well you, one of the big factors yeah. here one of the big factors is with the apple thing it was a matter it was exhausting you had to do it every day we were talking about you there were no like off yeah, you, days. you had no matter of, yeah. yeah and we don't expect we, I mean, really, you, you can't expect somebody to have to work out seven days a week, but that's what you'd had to do. You'd have to work out 90 day, 90 minutes every freaking day or you would lose. And that's right. And to us, I think healthy is if you worked out four out of the seven days, you should see progress. You right. know, if you worked out six, that's even better. If you worked out seven, good for you. We're not giving you any extra credit. The fact is, like, you know, we all <laughs> yeah. deserve an off day. So we've created the system with all the goals in mind to understand there's certain things that should be automatic and then there's certain things that like you get a free pass. I think tracking our calories is six out of seven, meaning yeah. if, you, if you didn't want to do it one day, no big deal, you know, right. or, you know, if you're at your, your mother-in-law and she made some interesting vegan casserole that you can't begin to quantify in your <laughs> meal tracker, you, you, you can just say, you know what? It's fine. It, it was, it was tasty. It was healthy. I don't need to put, do that math. Um, yeah. That yeah, may that or may not be based on an actual uh, real life experience. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, I mean, we've all been there and I know for Thanksgiving, it's just a matter of like, all right, Thanksgiving is the cheap meal that I am not tracking. Right. Like, I don't even know what to do. And I know in my fitness pal, you can honestly just type in Thanksgiving dinner and it's just like 3000 calories. I'm like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it is. There you go. Um, but needless to say, essentially it's your, your move goal will make sure that there's no tie, uh, you know, the, yeah. and there's no cap, you know, at the end of the day, if it comes down to a Sunday, and Todd and I are super, super close and we're doing really well because I have a feeling that there will be maxing out of many things just with our nature. There right. might come down to a, you know, 1130 p.m., you know, who can get run up the steps the most, you know, yeah. who knows. But there won't be any darn tie. And right. at the end of it, we should be able to feel accomplished 
hit our goals. More importantly, Todd will probably keep some type of tracker that keeps track of who won the most weeks and who won the most months and and have some type of chart. And if I get my things going, I'll get in the data studio and make make charts, line <laughs> graphs and so forth. But those were those dorks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and and I venture out there. I wish everybody had some type of, you know, mechanism to motivate motivate them to do this silly stuff like we do. Luckily, that's yeah. just on our blood. And, you know, we talk every single day about stuff. So yeah. um, it's not hard for well, us to come up with a contest like this. Yeah. Well, and hopefully it the, the end result will be that we will help sort of shape some healthier lifestyles and sort of lose some general orange based roundness around yeah. the midsection become more banana like and yes for the love of god hopefully come next february 2nd you won't have to hear us blather on about this again um <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and everybody wins i think that that is the kind of the goal so you know it is it, hopefully it will not be another groundhog day where we do the same stuff over and over and, exactly know. so well thank you eric Happy, happy Groundhog's Day to you. Happy Groundhog's Day to you, Hopefully you can break the loop. Thank you, listeners. I hope you've enjoyed this. And until next time, I hope you all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you will find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast. Toddcast.